This podcast is brought to you by Koen Vioma Law PLLC is 100% native owned and operated founded by Vern Koen Vioma. Their practice areas include corporate law, business transactions, finance, economic development, gaming, casino development, online gaming, real estate, environmental permitting and approvals, telecommunications, government affairs, employment and labor relations, historic preservation and cultural resources, and energy. Koen Vioma Law is committed to making positive and lasting change in our communities as they support nonprofit volunteering, community activism, and employing Indian preference in hiring and vendor relations. are now listening to the Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast. I am your host, the five-star, five-diamond chef. And with me, as always, is Carl. And so we're back here with another episode for this week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we have actually some special guests. And you probably just heard them uh, in the background here. And uh, we're going to, you know, basically just going to free we free span it. And I, I know that this doesn't uh, correlate with uh, Sita's or J-Man's, J-Man's thing. But, uh, you know, he, he, he always prints out this, uh, this agenda that we have to go by. So exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a man of order because if I left it to Carl, God knows there'd be like five minute pauses and there would be all kinds of disruptions and a well, lot of just, shenanigans. You guys just edit that shit out stuff. anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you guys like spend like five hours editing your video, your content before you put it out? He does. He and, doesn't. And, yeah, uh, J Man doesn't even know what what uh, editing means. So he, he's he's clueless on everything. Because I get it right the first time, that's why. And uh, for the listeners out there, we do have special guests, and so we're going to go ahead and introduce them right now. We got uh, Adrian for the very first time from your auntie's favorite podcast. Dang, is the first and time I've been on here? Yeah, it's your first time on here. So welcome the to the hell? podcast, Adrian. Man, you guys are haters, man. They've been, <laughs> they've been trying to censor me in Hopi land. They don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to yeah. hear about Christianity and Jesus. <laughs> we're, 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 being we're, saved, we're anti. We're anti. Being saved that from stuff, the satanic rituals of the Hopi culture. Cut <laughs> them off. And back for and back again is Herschel. And so Herschel, welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, I was hoping just to have Carl on, just but I guess we'll have you. You know, it's okay. But because <laughs> Delmar's not here, so Justin can fill in. <laughs> hey, you gotta uh, be De- you gotta be Delmar. Well, be I got I got t- I got two feet on Delmar, so it'll be a little bit difficult to do that. But we got uh, some special guests here. Uh, your auntie's favorite podcast is a podcast that we have mentioned before, and so we got them back to kind of um, ask them some questions, ask them about uh, their perspectives coming from a Navajo perspective, coming from a border town Navajo perspective, and uh, coming from a Christian perspective, because as you all know, that primarily it's been a domineering Hopi-centric podcast, and so we got the two guys here to introduce uh, a different side of things, and so uh, Carl, what's uh, you got any questions for Hirsch and, Del- uh, Hirsch and Adrian? Uh, 
Yeah, you know, I didn't, I didn't know that. Wait, Adrian... you didn't even let us introduce ourselves. Yeah, Adrian Dutton, yeah, she had that in the the best legend, but she's Chin Hashkajo, Dutch Chedo, Bilgana Dutch, and now she a King Clare de She de Nashado, Phoenix de Shigan. Hello, my name is Adrian Dutton. I am Bidatni, uh, born for. Uh, that's my plan. Anyways, I'm from Flagstaff. I'm here. I live in Phoenix and um, grew up. I uh, went to school with Justin and Hirsch, and that's kind of how we know each other. And was introduced to the uh, J Man and Carl, Carl and J Man podcast uh, about a couple years ago. And uh, I think it's really cool. I think it's a good uh, platform, and uh, we we have a fun. We have fun just uh, picking on them sometimes. But uh, thank you for having us. Thank you, Adrian. And Hirsch, if you want to reintroduce yourself to our listeners. I have to put some music on for me. I'm just kidding. But now, um, thank you for welcoming us again. It was my second time. Welcome. Thank you, um, some of the listeners who listen to our podcast. Thank you for listening to us as well. But hey, my name is Herschel Clark. Uh, I'm not a border town native. I'm on, on and off the Navajo Nation. I would refer to myself as that kind of a part time uh, background. Part time. Part time. You know, I come off, and when I'm real tradition, I go back onto the Navajo Nation. And when I when I get too tradition, I come back off. So it's a little transition that I go through. It's a little phase. Born and raised here in Winslow. Originally from Chinle, but my family resides in Tisnanyele, right there below the the second mesa where the Hopis took our land. We'll get into that though. If you guys want to talk about it, kind of kind of still heard about it, but it's okay. <laughs> you're still my brothers and you're still my sisters, and it's okay. Yeah, that, we'll get over it. Hurst, did, yeah, did, did, did you do your protection prayer before you came on? Yeah, I got my arrowhead right here. Hopis oh, don't believe in arrowheads. <laughs> part of the yeah. Even Sorry, though you I guys got, try to claim it in the lawsuits, well, I got I got Jesus. He's always protecting me, so <laughs> I don't got I don't got to deal with that. But for for the listeners out there, Adrian's got a cross around his neck, and then uh, Hirsch got his uh, arrowhead tied around his neck, and then Carl and I, we kind of uh, they got hit their all snakes the, right around wrapped around their necks. We we hit all the access land and hit all of our corn and hit hit what sheep we have left just in case. Uh, for for our protection and so but welcoming uh, the yacht guys onto our podcast wanting to get their perspective because for the listeners out there that have never listened to their podcast it's um basically it's narrative it's narrative on contemporary issues it's uh their perspective on what's new at least from 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 what i what i've listened to and so it, it's it's kind of a little bit different from ours because carl and i we've never really get a chance to be too topical it's mostly kind of a cultural conversation a historical conversation an academic conversation and if you go over to the yacht side i always think of us as kind of like uh, the simpsons me and carl are the simpsons carl's homer um bart the cool guy riding around the skateboard bringing all of the coolness to the podcast and you guys are kind of like south park and so that that's kind of the the different the differences in the podcast both good but uh one's a little bit more fox pg10 and then the other one's a little bit more comedy central um tvma and so that that's really the big difference and then uh, if you think carl pisses you off uh, CJ podcast listeners go over to the off side and then see see how many times your heart rate kind of goes up into the air. But you know, me and Carl, we kind of bullshit 
when we start our episodes and we kind of talk about something contemporary. And then so like over the past weekend, this is kind of something that I wanted to uh, bring in all all of our perspectives on. But the 4th of July happened over the weekend. 4th of July happened over the weekend. And so uh, Adrian and Hirsch, how'd you guys spend your 4th of July weekend? Wait wait wait, 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 before you guys answer that, uh, I, I don't make, I don't, I don't, I don't start. make people angry. It's Justin that makes everybody angry at the podcast. I'm a very lovable character. Justin is like one of those, uh, like every now and then characters uh, on the podcast. And, and you're pissing our listeners off right now by interrupting this uh, nice flowing conversation, Carl. But thank you for that. <laughs> thank and you. So Carl. if I could direct it back to Hirsch and Adrian. And so well, how, how did you fellas spend your 4th of July weekend? I'll let Adrian answer. He's the most patriotic, most uh, humble and the most just he's just a real good American. Yeah. Go ahead, American boy. American boy. Captain America to you. <laughs> oh, shit. My bad. Um, yes, America, happy birthday, America, America. <laughs> so, so, Adrian, did you have your uh God red, white, and blue shorts on? on the um, yeah, man, I, I was in Sedona all weekend, uh, rented an Airbnb, you know, celebrated like a good patriot, you know, had a barbecue, had a cookout, cooked on, on the grill. Enjoyed the great outdoors. Uh, just, just did it all, man. Lived it up to the max. I can't. I don't know what else you're supposed to do. Only thing I didn't you get to do. That. Only thing I didn't get to do is light fireworks. But that's yeah, not, a big, that's not a big deal to me. You don't play with fire. Now what's your dish? Hey, man, you guys should ask him what he does on Treaty Day. Either. What does he do on Treaty Day? What do you do on Treaty Celebrate. Day, Adrian? Um, I. Uh, I uh, try to make peace with all my enemies. <laughs> I reach out to them and I say, "You want to sign a peace agreement? This is your only chance." And if they say no, then the war continues for another year. And 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 so I, I guess if I could ask Hirsch, Hirsch, how did you celebrate uh, the colonizer's birthday? First of all, I don't celebrate it. I don't recognize it, but I do acknowledge it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, yeah, it does. But um, I, I actually, uh, it was a day of celebration for my family because uh, one of my family members is actually getting married, so we had an engagement party. So I spent time with family. We had dinner and everything. Didn't really celebrate it. We didn't even really talk about Fourth of July except when a couple of veterans that spoke up at the events. You know how that happens in Indian country. There's always two or three patriots or native um, Marines or Army or Navy or whatever you want to recognize yourself as a, a patriot they always got to be taking that start taking our thunder when we're just having a real good time with the family and they got to always mention something about the united states flag and all that crap but that's <laughs> what i did i you know had a good time with my family ate dinner had some ribs yeah the other thing that you guys might not be aware of but it's it's a it's becoming more and more popular and mainstream is that july is actually white history month is it really? Yes. And so if you guys could somehow, you know, recognize it on your podcast and on your social media platforms, just, you know, shout out White History Month. Thank you to the white people who built the greatest country on this side of heaven and just recognize and appreciate, you know, for everything they've done. 
Yeah. I like to I like to recognize that um, just kind of give a little, little bit of background behind Adrian uh, to the listeners. He is one fourth white, do. so he's please very do. proud, very proud, very proud white person. I think he might be Germany from Germany. Or I'm actually German, a, or, I'm actually one third Swedish, one third French, and one third English. Are you really? Yes. Ancestral.com. <laughs> and five eighths Navajo. <laughs> And, and it's I, I guess we should have probably started with that with some context about about you fellas because uh, I I don't I don't think our listeners all of them at least completely listen to your guys's podcast and uh, so so you guys no, don't really let Delmar in you bring a different flavor uh, with Hirsch uh, I I think well I at least from my perspective and Carl you can you can uh, voice your opinion too because I know you've listened to a few of their episodes but uh, Hirsch you're you're kind of the more I, I guess quote unquote tradish out of the three and then adrian you are openly an open uh trumpster that, that you do openly support gay. Trump. and, and so i guess that's kind of something that's that's derogatory and, <laughs> the big and, and then you openly to a much bigger degree big dicks. embrace your colonized side than a, a whole lot of us and then we also got delmar who's the, the third man well i guess he's really Colonizer. the captain of the ship of uh, Carl, take the mic. Carl, don't, don't let him run away guy, with this. Man. Like, you know, Carl, mute, mute Justin. Carl, mute Justin. We want to talk to Carl. Okay, all right. So, perspective of White History Month. You're the only one that's actually in the village. Yeah. Take control of the situation. Take, take over your podcast, man. This is uh, your podcast. Ex- ex- your exact, exactly. 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 Stop letting so, Justin control the conversation. And, and so, so if I could finish before I was so rudely interrupted, but we got the third member of the the Yoff podcast here, Delmar, and so I, I fear he's kind of more the, uh, I don't know, the more college educated. What would you call yourself, Delmar? The fire starter for sure, because I, I think definitely when you're there leading your ship on that side of the podcast, that is definitely a much more toxic environment and then when you're He's gone it's definitely a different sure. type of environment there with just Hirsch and Adrian but basically that's that's the podcast and so Dell, Adrian and Hirsch introduced themselves to the audience and so if you could give your quick introduction since you're just jumping on. Hey thank you for having me Carl I appreciate you uh let it opening your uh your platform you got a great co-host thanks they're warming up the mic for Carl. Hey, man. <laughs> Yeah, I'm Delmar. I've been on here before. Uh, I am one third of uh, your auntie's favorites. So I'll say thanks. Thanks, guys. I heard you guys were doing something. I saw I was like, man, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to jump on. And I saw you guys were running on Indian time. So I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) We had technical difficulties. And so we got all three members here. And so this is kind of be a, a joint episode because you guys did have Carl and I on your guys' podcast once before, and it was a well, you've had me on several times, and those were some pretty cool conversations that we had talking about the NBA, the NFL, talking about Herschel's bandwagon, bandwagoning issues, uh, pro Phoenix Suns podcast between CJ podcast and the Yaf podcast. And uh, and then also that you've had both Carl and I on once before on your guys' podcast. I got very uncomfortable because if I recall, you guys had us talking about some sort of the top 10 most having to do with the sexual position. I can't recall 
but that that was kind of uh, our introduction to your world and so now we're happy to have you, you guys on our side but Del before you joined we were talking about the 4th and basically I guess really what the whole reason why I wanted to talk about the 4th of July was because that you know it over the course of the weekend that it tends to become like a real patriotic type thing but then for like a lot of natives that you have kind of really the anti of what of how Adrian celebrated and so a lot of us are kind of like anti-colonizer on the 4th of July and so uh, Hirsch and Dell I don't know if that's kind of how you feel or Carl if that's how you feel because Carl you haven't shared with us yet about how you celebrated the 4th of July. Go ahead, Carl. And tell us your 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 perspective about white history. Th- thank you for letting me speak, J-Man. It's it's a great honor when when you actually run out of breath. So so let's talk about some, yeah let's let's talk about something more interesting than the you know white history month and stuff what? like that so what do you guys you know um so how is your podcast going how's there how's everything Carl, going on your side how did you celebrate fourth of july <laughs> he ate hot dogs oh hot dog eating contest rubbed sauce legs <laughs> hey. fireworks oh Eight popsicles. <laughs> Who's we, popsicle? had a, we, we had a um, <laughs> we had a, a, a you know a PG thirteen uh, movie run, so we're we're very great we're very good people here. We had a uh, sparklers, just, just snakes and sparklers, just snakes and sparklers. <laughs> we had a uh, those were very very dangerous, and uh, you know we had a we had we roasted marshmallows. It was very very nice. Uh, we sang, we sang uh, Mariah Carey's, uh, you know, uh, song, her theme song, um, you know, uh, the the Star Spangled Banner, Mariah Carey mm. style. Man, it was great. Man, you're just, you're just, you're just making fun of me now. <laughs> I didn't do I thought shit. you were serious. Carl's a very wholesome guy. And uh, well, I, I guess, you know, another thing, too, that I kind of wanted to bring up as, as a reasoning as to talking about the 4th of July. And I don't know if you guys have talked about this yet. I feel like you guys probably have but this idea of gun control, because then over the weekend, Ooh. you had another shooting in our beloved country. And, you know, so there's that. And that's something that Carl and I haven't really talked about. And so, Adrian, that's good I'll, let you, I'll, I'll let you have have at it first on this one what's what's your perspective this country don't control? deserve to be celebrated this year women don't have rights i wish i wish women have rights vaginas so that way you'd be open to regulating them as much as you are women damn and you, that's allow, why, you, you allow and, man, and, and you that's allow why to play i women and that's why sports. i didn't want to um, celebrate I freaking had this badass, um, obnoxious USA shirt ready to rock and roll. Cause I actually, I'm, I like, I'm not like, like the native that's all, oh, this is freelance. This isn't digital. No, nah, I, I like to have some fun. It's a do like, for women and LGBTQ. Like, year, no, what a, what a this, this year, I was cookie. like, no, can't celebrate US. US is trash this year. <laughs> Wash. Well, it's trash because of Biden, but uh, the, the SCOTUS Supreme Court has been doing some good work saving keeping the united states intact uh protecting the second protecting trash. the first protecting the first amendment second amendment uh and you know and also when it comes to the abortion issue the supreme court the constitution doesn't say anything about abortion so they made the right choice in reversing 
Roe versus Wade and making it a state decision. So I support that. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I mean, there's there's portions of that, I believe, in women's rights. And I think they have a, every right to defend themselves or protect themselves or get the needed necessary, you know, I guess the, the I don't know. I don't get into that. But are we going to go? Where are we at? We're going. This is what we do on our, yeah, for the listeners. We go all over the place. But to answer your question about gun control, Adrian, that's what he's asking you. Can we get back to that? Gun control. Yeah, Second Amendment. Second Amendment. Second Amendment is the Second Amendment. What does it say? You have the right to bear arms and protect yourself well, they against, pass, against they the, pass against the, the tyrannical they, government. Well, the United States. So that's that. Passed, they passed the gun control that's you know it's been way overdue for the last what thirty decades since they've been touched gun control in the United States, and now it's at Biden's table, so he's going to sign it because so, because the Constitution protects you from the government uh, creating laws that's going to take your guns away. That's why I don't get about you natives, you anti-colonial people who are somehow against the United States government, yet you're willing to give away your guns to them. We are war. Shut the <laughs> wait, fuck wait. up. Just shut up. A- Adrian, hell. Adrian, do you, do you have guns at home? Yes, sir, I do. Well, what kind of, uh, what, what are you rocking? I'm rocking the AR-15 and the 9mm. Are you really? Yes, sir. No kidding. What about you, Del? You got, you got any... Any Glock stashed underneath the mattress? No guns. Just the just on my arms. What, a, what about you, Hirsch? You got the the Red Rider. I got arrowheads in your pickup truck. Got arrowheads. Got my arrowheads, <laughs> my fist, and my my bow and arrow, and then my songs, my War protection club. songs. Dang, so it's and all I need, man. You guys need guns, like little bitches. Oh, Adrian, like Adrian's like Custer. He'll go into battle knowing damn well he's gonna lose, but. <laughs> So he has that American spirit. So, uh, Adrian, how come you have an AR-15? What is that for? It's not for hunting, right? It's for protection against <laughs> against protection from the streets <laughs> against anybody. Are you are you on the streets all the time? That's why, or what? He lives in Southside. I Phoenix. mean, especially the way like the things are going now with the economy and how Biden's fucking everything up. Like, people are going to get desperate. They're going to break into your home. They're going to fucking so, take your shit. So when was the last time you were, <laughs> so when's the last time you actually used that against, uh, you know, against a threat? I pray to God I never have to use it against anybody. Then why, then wouldn't just a, a regular nine millimeter isn't it, is be it, isn't uh, okay? It, well, if you guys ever seen my AR-15, it's painted with the American flag on there. It's fucking badass. That's really the only reason I got it. But yes, the nine millimeter will be fine, but uh, it's just a badass. It's a badass gun, man. <laughs> it's brainwashed, and it's fun. It's fun to shoot. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is fun. It's a to fun shoot. Uh, yeah. hobby. Yeah, I, I I shot an AR-15, and it's pretty fun to shoot. It's very very right. powerful. What? Yeah, yeah, it's very very. Tell powerful. tell the story. Were you in the village or were you off the village? <laughs> <laughs> I was at my at my uh, cornfield and we were we were shooting uh, practice shots. We had a uh, you know just a, a thirty odd six you know just just basic guns and everything like that. Of course, I own guns as well too. I think every Hopi every Hopi around here has a gun, at least one shotgun, at least nice. one like that. So, and it's not so used in, for in Hopi it's culture. Not, you guys 
You guys it's, support guns, right? It, it, it's not it's not guns. used for protection. We don't use it for protection. But we, if you had to, you would use it for protection. No, we would never use guns no. for protection. There's there's if someone no, came at you with a gun, you would you wouldn't shoot back at them. There has been no reports of if someone anybody. broke if someone broke if someone went to the school Hopi Elementary School and started shooting at the kids <laughs> and you had a gun on you. And you could shoot, shoot that on guy. Him? Sure, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do it. <laughs> no, no, we wouldn't. We wouldn't okay. risk our. We wouldn't risk lame. that that type of uh, that type of uh, in, in that side type of situation. You know, we 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 use guns for hunting. That's basically it. That's all. That's all that's the guns are used. Yeah, that's that's all we. You use guys, you guys remember that Texas incident? The cops didn't even go into the school to go try to shoot that guy. They let him run around for like hours. Those are your boys, though. I thought you were like a Blue Lives well, Matter crew police. over there. Yeah, but they didn't do their job, so Let's go get on your peeps. That's your Republican state. <laughs> I thought Texas, everything's bigger in Texas. I guess, I guess, except the courage, right? Yes, so man. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. We need Those to, are your peeps. <laughs> Americans falling, fellas. That's a good sign. When when, when they no, but, fall, we, but there we're was like one, there was up. like a, a single, uh, like the chief or whatever of police. He was telling them not to go in, and he kept changing his story about why it's they didn't go in. in. So he's a, he's suspicious. He's he's a, should be investigated. He said, "Chief, kind of triggered me. Don't say that." <laughs> chief, <laughs> executive so, officer. So and, Hirsch, and, and Hirsch, to, uh, to, Hirsch to, uh, do you? Against uh, like you know gun religion and everything like that, why gun why religion? don't you? <laughs> yeah, gun religion. You know they call it like some sort of gun religion and everything like that. It, it's because oh, yeah. it's like a gun culture and everybody loves the gun Ooh. and stuff like that. So Hirsch, why why don't you want to own a gun? Why don't you want to earn something like that? Any of some good questions, Carl? No, I, I just think I grew up. You know, not, not. I mean, my family really never used guns. Like, but I have other family members that use it for hunting. Yes, but I think it's just having a, a having that kind of a gun in your possession. To me, it does. It's not something that I will use for defense wise. I think there's other tactics that you know, staying away from situations. But yeah, I understand. Like, oh, what would you do with a gun? You know, if a guy came up to you to to a gun, and if I had a gun, that just that just speaks volume to the fact that guns do kill people no matter what. Because guns, you have people a gun, you're gonna shoot people. the person. No, listen. More I'm people just die saying, in car accidents. Saying, you want to? Can you just you shut regulate? the fuck up, Adrian? God damn, we're trying to talk here. <laughs> Sorry, man. Well, I'm, I'm just—you're speaking to the fact that guns do kill people. Because if I had a gun, I would shoot the person to defend myself. So therefore, it's saying that guns do kill people, and the fact that a person comes with me with a gun, he, he's gonna kill me with a gun. But I'm the fact is that. If we had lesser guns out in the communities, then you know the 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 percentage of people not shooting each other is going to be you know, a better situation for us as a as a society. And I could even state like American Public Health Association did studies on that too. They look at other countries that have lesser uh, restrictions on on gun control. That it shows that there's if there's less guns out in the community, then it's you know fewer um, guns um, violence does happen. So. There's evidence there, but America, we 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 we're so patriotic and dumb like you, Adrian, that we think that's something that historically has been brainwashed to us. Like you know, going to the West, Wild Wild West, you have to have a gun. I think that same mentality still plays today, but it's just in a different mentality. And now we're using you know firearms that are really like not necessary. Like you just said, oh, it's cool to have one, but you never even fired one. So what's the point of even owning you, one? I never fired one. Well, you could sell guns, but get you know, don't sell bullets. Can you do it like that? 
What about? Oh, yeah, in, you're what, right. What about what about in cities like Chicago where guns are? You don't live in outlawed. Chicago. That's for Chicago. We're talking I know, about but you're talking about these place. studies, the this and that. You're, that's not us. But you're picking one specific place, which New is York, Chicago, murder, any murder place that has strict gun world, regulations, and they has, have a huge urban has population. high crime rates because the because there's criminals the know the people are not armed. Amount the people, of people armed. that are living in poverty in those well, places. They're, well, they're saying that in other countries they're showing that there's a less homicide uh, related, you know, violence so, or homicide rates regarding to gun control, like guns. People who kill people with guns, there's a lesser homicide or killing of that when when they do regulate on guns or just less they guns. They killed out in the people with other with other weapons. Yeah, exactly. But guns don't kill know, people. It's people very kill less. People. It's very less. It's, it's not, not a mass. Walk, it's not a mass into, shooting. No one's gonna walk. Yeah, nobody's into gonna a do a mass fucking cut up. Like, like, oh, you, up did you guys see that? People? Yeah, exactly. Did you guys hear about that mass cut up or mass knife fight <laughs> exactly. over there? Like, Man, he beat him up with a baseball bat. <laughs> it's a mass baseball bat hitting dude, or something. Yeah, what dude fucked fuck? up two like, guys with a yeah. See, your logic is not even. Wait, I gotta I gotta do some research because I don't know enough on that topic about other countries. But uh, we'll 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 circle back on. That. We'll circle back on that. Look up, look up. So a, I, look I, up I, I had Journal other I had other topics, guys. So if I could take the reins oh, back just for, for a second, I appreciate that. But <laughs> I actually, you know, I did want to speak on something that you guys did talk about on your podcast before. You guys talked about this idea of. Uh, the res res culture and really what it basically i think what you guys were talking alluding to was that can this idea of being res quote unquote res does that extend outside of the reservation because i think it was uh, dell brought up uh somebody that was an urban native selling apparel that said res girls something like that and it's something that i kind of been wanting to talk about for a while as well on our our podcast because we've never really gotten a chance to talk about that because in this day and age where our ideologies are constantly changing and it's like uh uh can can you still be rezzed out even though you've never lived on the reservation and so uh i don't know carl since you've uh, had the least amount of talking time i don't know if you want to go ahead and start this conversation off Thank I want to know you guys' perspective as Hopis for gun control. You guys yeah, brought this on us. You know, now we're going to go crazy with this shit. Okay. What about Hopis? You know, well, give us a good right. perspective. Okay. Well, uh, you know, my perspective view is that I don't really uh, have any care for the gun perspective view on this thing here. It, it doesn't really apply to me because I never had to use a gun for protection or anything like that. I will. You know, there has not really been a real threat for me to actually use uh, some sort of firearm for my protection. You know, it, even to the even to the extent of like thinking about it, is that I don't I don't believe that I should, you know, use some sort of protection like that. But it's 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 a weird. It, I guess I guess to me, I, I see guns as just for hunting only. Like you know, because I do have. I have shotguns. I have three shotguns. I have a thirty out six. You know, I have a, you know, I have a twenty two that's just this guy's laying packing. around. You know, yeah, I, I do have that just laying this guy's around. Arsenal. <laughs> but I don't, I don't use them. I don't see them as like protection. Like if anybody's going to break, he into doesn't the use house, them in general. If you guys yeah. listen to our hunting episode, <laughs> I don't He's use. Like, I don't want to kill the deer. He's so cute. <laughs> exactly. Horrible. But uh, yeah, I just I just don't see them as like you know. I never even been hunting, guys. <laughs> I want to go though. 
Yeah, I just don't see them as like uh, being used for protection like that. Damn, man, you guys are like. But I'm just. But that's kind of cool. You guys, you guys don't like have to worry about shit going on out here in the urban communities. The threats. I live out here, dude. There's fucking fucking meth heads hanging out my side of my house right now. Well, then move back home. It's your problem. (laughs) But um, what I'm trying to say to. Carl, what I'm going to say to you is like, okay, that's your perspective from a Hopi perspective, but I'm just saying you live in a society that you guys obviously know that this, this issue is a, a national issue. So if you're going to bring it to the your pod, Carl and J-Man, save the world, how do you save the world when you're just only talking it from a Hopi perspective? Isn't the whole world like universal? So mm-hmm. how, like, give your perspective from like other people's perspective. Like, you don't care about children being shot up in schools. You don't care about mass shootings. Well, I don't, and why don't you say that? Hopi, you the isn't that our world? world? So, I, so I'm just know, saying. But like, also, you guys okay. Have, but also, do, do you guys have a perspective? Do you support? You guys are. You guys are. You guys are talking about like the broader range of of different things like that. And I I I kind of get it. I kind of get that. You know, guns don't actually kill people. People actually kill oh, people. Exactly. You know, it, it's that it's Damn, that whole Carl concept. Smart. It's that whole concept of thing. It's like you know, how do we how do we save the man rather than save the gun? Basically, it's it's the same concept of like how do we try to um, you know protect ourselves without any any type of uh, metal being protected by, and it, it's that it's that same concept of like you know how do we how do we make uh, people understand that guns aren't the problem and it Ooh. it goes it goes both ways it goes both ways where it's like guns are the problem but yet guns aren't the problem it's it's human society and how we use uh tools like that and for myself i use that as a as a hunting tool i don't use that as a protection tool it probably can be used as a protection tool but i I don't, I don't see it as that. So that's the reason why that's just part of my mindset is like, things are, things are what we want it to see. Things are what we want it to be. And that's the reason why this gun control is so out of hand is because we're blaming, we're blaming each other and we're blaming different things on why, why, you know, gun control should be like this. It's like banning guns in different parts, but yet people don't want to ban guns because of they need that protection, and they they want to have that just in case somebody else uh, starts to think, think about I like uh, yeah, like think about those different things like that. So that's just kind of my my way of thinking. Mental illness. I don't think they're trying to ban guns. I think we're trying to regulate guns for certain individuals and certain web or certain certain guns that we're trying to control you know because it's unnecessary like you see it as a hunting so what what type of hunting gun do you use a rifle uh, a different type you you are you don't use a assault re- weapon do you no i don't i don't think you need a fucking 44 i don't know i don't even know I don't that's not know what the guns. second amendment about you don't, need a, you don't need an ak that's not what i'm trying to say i'm just saying that you don't need an aka to do what you're going to do as a hunting right do you so it's just putting regulations on certain types of guns that we could allow in society. That's what we're trying to do. It's not. It's not that we're trying to ban all guns. And I want to know Justin's perspective of what, what kind of gun do you, you need know, to protect yourself? Adrian, from, shut up! Wait, what kind of Justin, gun do you need go, when the U.S. government uh, puts no I want puts its military much. against you? 
What kind of gun? That's you not need the to point. Have? The point I'm asking. That's is the point of the Second guns. Amendment, though. Okay, just but, but, but see that that's that's the thing, though. It's like when when was the last time did the government raise arms against its own people, especially here in the United States? That hasn't happened in our lifetime, well, dude. And we've only it, been around for two hundred years. Is it gonna happen sooner, or is it gonna happen within our well, lifetime? It almost I, I don't happened think last it, year. I, I don't think it was an intervention, but I, I don't think it's Justin. likely because because then like you you think about. Right, you think about um, Standing Rock. Like, like, what if those natives that were there protecting the land? What if they had AR-15s? Like, they would have been eradicated. Like, there's no way that that AR-15 would have protected anybody in that camp because the military would have came in and with a tank and just freaking blew them off. The, like, yeah, like there's you, no way course, that people they, can have the right amount of ammunition to truly defend itself against actually, the government. Like actually, the government's gonna come can, with, up, uh, with a plane and drop a bomb on on the building that you're up. living in, and and so like it makes no sense. Like Adrian, actually, it makes just, no sense to protect to protect just to protect uh, the right the, to bear arms because like the American like, people have more guns than the U.S. military combined. That's why. But we don't have more why, tanks than that, they do. So, so Adrian, we don't have more bombs that, than they do. You're saying that a United States citizen could take our United States Army? The United States citizens could take the U.S. military. Yes. Because we have more guns than them. <laughs> the, those guns that's the would only be thing, like that's the only shooting pebbles against... That's the only thing that protects us. Against, against, against the truck. Because then they're going to come with tanks. They're going to no, come with planes. It's not going to do gonna anything. With, it's not going to do anything because we know the land. We know we... We're gonna win. I'm going back. They, 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 they got sophisticated but, technology. But it's, it's a Adrian, systematic. Like, syst- I don't like, know if you've ever played Call of Duty. No, I don't play those stupid games. Is they systematically what some of those abilities are at, how they can track we, practically we can't even beat fu- we can't even beat people living in caves in fucking Afghanistan. In fuck, they, we just fucking left Afghanistan because we can't even you win live, over there. You live in and they Phoenix, got they live bro. in fucking caves that throwing rocks with fucking slingshots and shit. We can't even win. Hey, we can't I'm, win in. Uh, I'm gonna go wherever, back so to the same. Don't tell me about. Wait, humans, Hirsch, shut up. Humans kill Hirsch, humans. Man, you not t- good. I let you guys talk. I'm let gonna go finish. back there because it's people like you. We don't. Need, we need to regulate See, people. You can't like say you shit because good. you know I'm right. All right. Today, today's July the seventh month of this year. How many mass shootings have there been in 2022? You guys named it. No, I, I have no idea, but I, I know that it's a pretty, pretty significant number. Give some numbers. Throw some numbers out there. See how how close you guys could get. Because I, I just read, actually heard about this on news. I, um, I was listening. I say about thirty. I th- yeah, I was going to say about thirty or forty. Dude, you're did way you, off. Did you know? Did you know when a black person does a drive by and shoots a bunch of people, they don't call it a mass shooting? Yeah, it is. It's considered mass no, they shooting. Don't. When they, no, when it's killing. I mean, I guess mass shooting is considered when you kill people. So, how many mass shootings have there been since in 2022? Fifty. More. A hundred. Higher. Higher. A thousand, twenty thousand, two hundred, two hundred eighteen, three hundred eighteen, three hundred eighteen, just in twenty twenty two, just Dang. just here in the United States, yes, yeah. So think about that. And then how many? You know, do we need do we need to regulate some certain guns and certain? You know, do we need to restrict something or do something to help our mental health or help our people? And, and we need to understand we need to help issue? the people. Yes, we need some kind of help for the person regulating guns doesn't help the person overcome whatever they're going through and the problems that they're facing i think they're regular yeah and you don't care about that you've already demonstrated they they regulated on certain people to buy certain web like 21 age 21 they're trying to regulate people from buying 
So it's not regulating guns, it's regulating people who buy Stop it. Stop regulating people, people and just help them overcome who, their problems. People who have mental health issues, um, people who have, um, I guess, domestic violence backgrounds or any kind of felonies they're trying to restrict it towards. So, I mean, there's restrictions and regulations. It's not regulations on guns. It's regulations on citizens who, who have certain backgrounds that may be more have access triggered to, to, yeah, have access to guns. So that's what I mean. It's what, but people label it as gun control. It's not really okay. gun control. It's really, it's, it's controlling the people who shouldn't have these kind of weapons in their hands. And, and they do, they, having do, access they do do to that. They have background checks. That's what gun that's what gun control is. But I okay, think you Republicans fine. label it as gun but they control. Do it. It makes people, they already do that. I, I got a question for her, Adrian. And this was kind of something I always wondered about. Like, how come on your guys' potty you guys never really talk about like culturally related stuff? Or and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you guys have ever really talked to like language decline, culture decline on Navajo and to to answer this is because that uh, I, I guess as far as culture goes on Navajo, right? Because there's such a high population on Navajo that Navajos tend to not necessarily all follow the same path, right? Like because you got some Navajos that are NAC Navajos, Navajos yeah. that practice powwow. You got Navajos like Adrian that are on the Christian road, and um, but basically, now at least you know from your guys' opinion, you guys haven't talked about. AirPod, here's an opportunity to talk it on our platform. But you know, like, like, what do you guys think about the declining language and culture on Navajo? Where's your Where's your uh, facts to 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 back up that claim that it's declining? It, it's out there, Adrian. It's out there. It's happening. And you yeah, know, I see that, that. I go. I, I go to the that. res, and that's all they talk out there, and I can't understand nobody. We got boo. I think we don't really, I think we're speaking Navajo. I, think we're and I can't understand nothing he says. Yeah, I think for our part, we're 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 blind to see that because you know, first of all, we don't speak the language, all three of us, and I think I'm probably the most fluent one, which is very sad. If I'm going to say the most fluent one, you didn't even pod. introduce yourself in Navajo. I mean, do you see, see, even there, see, sometimes see, I forget that I'm Navajo. We don't we don't practice the culture stuff. I think I I think it's just our audience and the different concepts that we bring, like I, I really wish we could get into like some cultural content and, you know, getting down to it. But there's some things that I, you know, I don't know a lot about the culture, but I think I, if I was to get surrounding like two pod and not to say Delmar and Adrian is bad, but if I was to get two culturally people on our pod and I bet you we could have a really good conversation on the cultural content of how we look at it from an Apple point of view. And it, and it speaks volume. And I think what, that's the reason why people like our diversity of our pod, because we have different views and we're all Navajo. And I think that's what a lot of people don't understand. Like Navajos are very diverse yes, among ourselves. But when it comes to like unifying or being trying to check each other, you know, like, like, like for instance, I guess a good story is uh, one of my cousins went overseas and he actually seen a Navajo person and immediately they connected it with each other. You know, even though they never met each other, you know, one's from Tuba City, one's from Eastern Navajo that he connected and they had a bond right there. It's like, okay. And it's like that on Navajo Nation. Like, you know, we have, I've always told you this, um, um, Justin, I always said that you get all of our traditionalists on Navajo Nation, it'll probably be like 100,000 plus traditional people. And compare that to your village, you guys only have what? What's your enrollment for it, Hopi? I think last time that they came out was about 14,000. So there, think about it. We have a hundred thousand traditionalists that speak the language, no songs, no prayers, no offerings, they yebiche, all different types of ceremonies that we have is equivalent to like fourteen thousand of your people that maybe how many of you guys are 
traditionals in your own villages that are 14,000. I would say probably about 10,000 are more really So we have a, a lot of cultural knowledge, but I think it's just how people perceive us um, because they we're so diverse. We have over 408,000 members of our tribe. That's that's almost half of Indian country. So you just got to look at it, like who you interact with and who you know. Um, like I could probably introduce you to one of the most traditionalists and he'll tell you like just straight up oral stories and everything. And I'm like, well, all right. So it depends, I guess. I think for our pod, I think we're just diverse and we never really get into the culture. We try to, but it's kind of hard with Delmar and Adrian. No offense to you guys, Adrian. <laughs> and and, and Adrian, I, I guess with you being Christian, like are, are there a lot of Christian Navajos that, that speak the language? Is it incorporated within the churches there on Navajo? Yeah, that's what I, that I that's what I like about the going to church on Navajo is that they uh, sing in Navajo and they give the sermon in Navajo. Jesus, ayo ashone. It's my favorite song. There you go. There you go. No, don't say there you go. Bullshit. <laughs> there, there are copies. There are copies of the Bible out there somewhere that are transcribed in Hopi, and. Um, I don't believe in that. But that, that was kind of one of the, the thing. But the other thing, other question I had for you guys, too, is that um, me and Carl, we've talked a lot on our podcasts about politics. And basically what we kind of surmise is that Hopi's, we could care less of who's in council, who's our chairman. But, you know, growing up around Navajos, I've, I've noticed Navajos to be very, very political. And, and so it's kind of like a real big difference to walk across that reservation line from Hopi to where politics isn't as big within our household. But then you go over to a Navajo home, it seems to be the topic of conversation. And so uh, did any of you guys ever think about running for council? I think no. Adrian ran for president. Go ahead, Adrian. Tell your story. Hirsch is uh, thinking about it. No, I'm, no, I've I'm been not asked trying to, to run for council. I don't speak Navajo. <laughs> I don't. I'm not even registered to vote on Navajo, so. And okay. yet you yeah, have guns. And yet you have guns that you're not even registered to vote. How can oh, that Navajo. be? Oh, oh Navajo. Navajo. Well, right, never, never mind. I'd be, yeah, I'd be yeah. down. I'd be down to run for like an Arizona position, uh, like a senator a state or position? state representative. Yeah, something like that. Well, then don't introduce yourself in your clans anymore, ever again. Why not? You don't have that right. Why not? You don't vote. And, and so voting's a sacred right. The political landscape on Navajo. You guys have chapter houses, right? And so, I don't, is chapter house is that something equivalent to a village, or can you describe that? Um, chapter house is adopted simulation of what the Western basically gave to us. So we adopted this system. Chapter houses is something that we agreed with. Um, I think it was forced on us, but we have 110 chapters throughout Navajo Nation. It's equivalent to like a village, I would say. Um, has its own autonomy, its own government structure with the president, vice president, um, secretary, treasurer, and a grazing permit, a grazing person that oversees that the local autonomy and you know governing that that body. So that's a lot of chapters, 110 chapters. Imagine having 110 villages or kivas. Jeez. For 400,000 plus Navajos, right? I think Navajo. I think there's 180 roughly that that live on Navajo Nation. Um, based on the census, I think it was 176, but after 10 years, it'd probably be like 180, 190 now. So majority of our people do live off the Navajo Nation, uh, such as Asian and, and Delmore. Me, I'm on and off, so I don't know. I consider myself to be living on. I'm very biased on that. 
But to go back to your your question too, like I don't like I don't like that they use our languages and our and to to develop like scriptures and songs and whatnot and and using Christianity. I don't think that should be done. That's just my own personal opinion. And that United States flag, like the Pledge of Allegiance and the Star Spangled Banner. I hate that shit. I really do. I don't like it when our Miss Navajo or whoever goes up there at these sporting events and they sing the Star Spangled Spanner in, in our language and people are like, oh, that's so beautiful. It's like, do people realize that the United States is the one that put us in the situation that we are in right now and you're you're singing the Star Spangled Banner and being all polit- like patriotic and shit, using our language? I don't agree with that. That's only my personal view. I mean, I, there's probably a lot more understanding of that if you really understand it, but... I just wanted to say that on your podcast because I had had a chance to say it on mine. So this is, this is my, I think that kind of it leads back to what I was trying to get to at the very beginning of the conversation, back to the 4th of July conversation, because to me, like I, I kind of find it as a really interesting per, paradigm shift because then like you guys heard Carl and I's voting episode, correct? Like how we kind of basically kind of dismiss the whole thing. And to me, like, it really does tie in with that because then it's like when it comes to political season that you got a lot of natives encouraging each other to practice within a system that's developed by the colonizer that helped pushes a colonized agenda. But yet, you know, come 4th of July, those same people, they're anti-establishment all of a sudden, that they're merciless savages all of a sudden. And so to me, like, I, I really think that it creates this contradictory narrative and basically you know that that's kind of what i've seen the whole basis of what the social media communication is and so like with you adrian like i i guess i could kind of respect the fact that you know you're pretty consistent with uh, your belief systems that you you know you're pretty much for the i don't know i don't know if you're pro-government but i know that you're for the colonization and assimilation into white culture into uh i guess a patriotic culture and for, for most natives, it's like we're still trying to find this balance of trying to identify our indigeneity, but yet we still want to participate within the colonized system to a degree. And so, like like her said, our languages are used to push that as far as being transcribed into something like the Star Spangled Banner. Well, I think that's where the hypocrisy is with a lot of natives like, like Herschel. Um, you hate america you hate the government and yet you have the constitution the united states constitution which was there to protect citizens from the government from over extending their power from becoming too big and right now there's a lot of shit that's uh in conflict with the constitution and that's why i think we're getting near towards a revolution where we're gonna have to have another american revolution but yet you like her says oh we're in this problem because 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 america this and that yet he wants to give his guns away he wants the united states to take care of him <laughs> he wants more money he wants more dependency he wants more, i don't know he like he wants them to i'm not just saying just hers but like a lot of people they 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 want they want to be like they they want more government regulation over their lives which is hypocrisy in my view I don't think I want. I just don't. I just want what the government promises through our treaty rights. That's all I want. But you want the government to regulate your guns 
than abortion. No, not, I mean, if it comes things. to Navajo Nation, those federal or those laws don't apply to Navajo Nation. I'm talking about for United States citizens. I have a say so because I, I live off the reservation. And I could go both ways here. I could play, you know, that that both kind of concept. But I, yeah, I could. I, could, I, don't, I don't know about that. Can be careful what I say. I go oh, okay, both ways. okay. Um, other before, side of the fence. Other side of the fence. Before we move on, we're going to go ahead and take a quick, quick break for our paid sponsors what? here. Native Community Capital is your trusted partner for home loans or financing your business. Visit us at nativecap.org or call us at 855 628 2272. Let's work together to rebuild tribal economies. Nurturing Indigenous Intelligence is a grassroots organization based on the Hopi Reservation. They work to alleviate the hardships in the community through acts of giving, from distributing school supplies, volunteering at various places, and working to expand their services. Follow them on Instagram at NurturingISquared and on Facebook at NISquaredTeam to find out more. Are you 16 to 25 years old and living in Maricopa County? If you are, Native American Connections TREE program provides free counseling, life skill development, housing navigation, and substance use treatment for 16 to 25 years old living in Maricopa County. Grow your roots with TREE. Gift cards are offered at every appointment, so call TREE today at 602-424-2060 or email them at youthtree at nativeconnections.org to sign up today. That's Y-O-U-T-H-T-R-E-E at nativeconnections.org. We're back. You know, I, I got so, one other one other thing I want to share with you. Um, shout out to our presidential um, debate, our presidential, nomination presidential election, and also our council delegates. We are going through a political season right now. And I, and I do participate in that. And I think it gets really interesting. But I think for me, for understanding it from a novel perspective, Perspective, um, I, you know, we, we did accept the Western ways of understanding how we how we're going to govern ourselves and how we go about, you know, understanding novel philosophy. And and I kind of shared this with Adrian too, or not, uh, with, uh, Justin about like when that was adopted, the Western ways of thinking, like we understood that it's going to be used uh, as a weapon to protect ourselves. You know, from obviously we need to understand their knowledge, that Western knowledge, but we always have to have our, our own culture as well as our you know, the heart of who we are. So in a sense, it's like. You know, use that Western knowledge to protect our people because basically we're, we're learning their knowledge, their languages, and everything. And it's like you're looking at law, like we need to understand law in order for us to interpret legal rights for us as as natives, as Navajo people. So I think it's both ways. I mean, we 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 understand both uh, Western ways of understanding and also our traditional ways. And I think that's us balancing that off. But if we don't participate in our own nomination government, even though we don't agree with accepting it, it's been adopted. But I think we get left out. So we, we, you have to participate in your own government to understand how we could, you know, make changes in the future. It's going to be a slow progress, yeah. But at least you're you're trying to put your thoughts and your your opinions in there, making sure that we elect somebody that's going to understand the traditional values or traditional concepts of how we could change the government to be more culturally relevant and appropriate with our people. And that's why I participate. Like I don't want a Christian like we experienced Jonathan as like. There's nothing against him, but I think his views are a little more progressive and looking at it not from a culture point of view. So I'm looking at candidates that are more culture grounded. So just to kind of share with you a little bit about how we look at how I look at it, our own political system. And it's, so I, I guess that would make things kind of challenging on Navajo to have, I guess, the diversity 
as far as being a pro, of course, diversity is a pro in itself. But the con then would be to have so many different opinions and perspectives on how to move forward. Because Hopi, like we're we're not very diverse at all. Like I would say, and Carl can probably correct me if he thinks that the number is different. But I would say that seventy percent of Hopi considers ourselves Hopi and follows the Hopi quote unquote religion when the rest would either be non-practicing or simply just Christian. And so we have a higher population that primarily caters to what we consider a heritage religion. But then now, like with you guys in Navajo, you guys got folks like Adrian that uh, follow the, the the path of Jesus. And then, you know, I, Hirsch, I know that you kind of put a little bit more, um, put more, uh, I guess, emphasis and respect towards the, the heritage the ways and then of course you got a lot of other folks you guys got people that do other types of things out there but um but I, carl do you have anything else to add to this mm, no no i think you ju- i think you said it correctly this is like yeah i think 70 percent of hopi has that mentality of like uh, wanting to be hopi and it is it, you know that 30 percent of it is wanting to just i guess kind of be Hopi in that way, acknowledge it, but more or less just wanting to be like a a spectator at it. And I guess like uh, most of our, you know, the urban Indians, urban Hopis out there, they're wanting to find their way back here. They want to, they want to try to be Hopi again. And so, yeah, I, I, I understand that there is a lot of different paths that, 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 natives take and you know going with uh, adrian his background christianity a lot of hopis are are looking into that type of religion like that and yes we do have churches here on the hopi reservation but they're not you know they're not we don't go to them like every other day we don't go to them every sunday or anything like that only just a handful of hopis that that still uh, practice the whole christian religion do that so uh, yeah, uh, uh, J Man was right. And you guys only visit those those Christian churches and Catholic churches or not the public revolt. Also, we, we, I we, think we that there's a them lot. like tourists with our pictures hey. and. You guys, like, you remember when this happened? You guys tell the stories and scare all the Christians away. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> and I've I've said on the on our pod before, like I feel like there's a lot of uh, alignment with the Christian and Navajo traditional Navajo values where, but instead like the whole Navajo or native worldview has been corrupted by the democratic uh, liberal agenda. And, you know, the conservative Christian agenda is more in alignment with, with Navajo traditional values. Like it's a conservative type of, uh, worldview like you don't you don't i don't know there's just it's like you respect yourself you respect other people and like another thing about it is like in navajo in my perspective of of the the purpose of of navajo uh whatever like the it's about peace and harmony and, and living in balance and the only way to do that is through forgiveness and through understanding and when you got somebody somebody who claims to be traditional and 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 looks at the world from that view but yet he hates this and he hates america and he hates when people use the navajo language with like hate that's not navajo that's that's that, that's not navajo at all so anytime you use that you're, you're being hip, hypocritic hip, a hypocrite 
That that that's an interesting point, Adrian. And I I've made and her she can chime in on this too. But Carl and I we've made this argument before that because Adrian, you are a Republican, correct? I'm independent, but I'm conservative. It's only because the Republicans they're 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 fake Republicans. They're fake conservatives. Uh, interesting. Such as like Mitt Romney. Uh, you know all the people there. You know, what are the Mitch McConnell? He, he all just, those people. He they're, just they're all on the same side. He just changed from independent because of Trump. That's really why he's his champion. I've always always been independent. Trump's going to win in 2024. Trump, DeSantis, let's go. But 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 basically, Adrian, I've made kind of a similar argument that Hopi as well has more of a conservative perspective, Mm -hmm. and that Carl and I we've argued this before that that Hopi that as far as our heritage perspective that it tends to lean a little bit more Republican. And but yet, you know, like the the dominant narrative on social media is that for most indigenous people that they'll kind of lean more towards the blue side, they'll lean more towards the left side. And I've had this thought before, and I think really because they see that most of the people that champion on the blue or the left side tend to be people of color. And so that's, you know, black people, Latin people. And so I think that just by default, a lot of indigenous folks, they seem to think that that's the side that they belong on, despite, you know, some of those viewpoints being kind of contradictory towards a traditional perspective at least at least as far as Hopi goes and so Navajo I don't know Hershey you'd probably be the one to answer this question but does that tend to be what you see as well as far as from a, a, a more of a conservative traditional Navajo side I agree with Adrian I mean really understanding the Navajo culture but it's also uh, it has a democratic side to it as well like what we do as a society also that reflects on every your neighbor like it, it can't just be the individual rights and everything, but you also have to do rights for the whole village or the for whole community or for us, a chapter house or, you know, for the whole nation in a sense. So you have to think about the people and all and what, what you do and making sure that they're taken care of too as well. Because as a leader, that's what your responsibility is to take care of the people. It's not just to take care of your saying, oh, you're doing right. You're doing right. Oh, you're just, you're, you're you know, you're messed up because of this. So we can't help you. But, you know. It has it has both values of Democrat and Republican, but I think it is more conservative. Those values that do play strong in our culture, like that self care and that self recognition to take care of yourself first is is more important in a sense. But now that we have so many issues, I think it's just like I, I think it's both. It's both Democratic, from my understanding, from my grandparents and you know our. our traditional people it's a it's a blend of both like you you can't just pick one side and i think that's what society does we jump on one side and that's our that's our values and that's our beliefs not knowing that democrats have the same values and everything that we we believe as society and republicans it's just a mix of both and i think what we did as the united states they split that and the two values you know we're fighting against each other when really the answer is like those values are what balances everybody everything out one last thing before before we get out of here, we've been running pretty long, but, you know, Adrian, you did say something that I, I kind of tend to agree with sometimes is that, you know, Christianity, that some of the values do align with Hopi as well as far as uh, how we're supposed to be living our lives. But then, you know, I've always tend to think that Native people ourselves, that we tend to fill ourselves with hatred as a result of uh, what what some of the institutions of Christianity, Catholicism, how that has destroyed our lives and so you know in 2022 that we tend to kind of be very close-minded towards christianity as far as you know how we how we perceive their place within our communities and so but yet you know that there are a lot of 
similarities and i've always felt that you know when you think about like the the backpack i don't know what do you guys call them you guys call them the bookworm bookworms the bookworm natives that when they tend to speak on that that you know that it really is a closed shut door towards christianity but yet you know reality of it is is that there's a lot of similarities between christianity the bible and um some of our own indigenous teachings and so carl hirsch adrian i don't know if you guys have any comment on that yeah and i think there's a lot of uh especially christians there's there's so many fake christians out there like and i understand why people hate like they have the bad a, a, a bad perception of christianity because we have a lot of people out there claiming to be christian and they truly believe that they're christian too but yet they hate somebody like they hate uh whatever they hate obama or they hate democrats or they hate you know this or that and so yeah so if somebody anybody who has hate in their heart anybody who hates their fellow man they 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 hate everybody they're 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 not christian they're not of god and they um i don't know they're 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 uh what do i call it satan is their father basically <laughs> yeah and i and i think what adrian mentioned there's a lot of fake christians out there and i never met a real christian person like a real faithful christian person that will not preach to me that saying they're their religion or their God's better than ours. If we don't accept them in our hearts, then our Jesus Christ, we're not going to be saved into the heavens and whatnot. I've never heard a Christian, a real Christian, you know, not say that to us, you know, and that's just the way Christianity kind of, um, kind of, uh, I guess it speaks to us. Like we're, we're not in their graceful, we're not in their, you know, their God's views. I mean, I, 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 that's what I mean by like Christian. I don't understand. I never met a real good Christian person that really accepts our ways and can consider our our ceremonies and not judge us for who we are. But we we could go into their churches and sit there and they're like, hey, this is cool. You guys do and your they thing. They still judge you. We're not going to judge you. We're not going to really judge you. Yeah. Oh, well, they judge you. I think you. it's just our it's just our experience. Yeah, it's just our experience with Christianity people, and I think. The real heart of Christianity. I don't know where that is. You know, I don't. I don't. I think they use it as a weapon and as a tool now to kind of persuade and get what they need. You know, to you know, prosper, get more land, get more resources, get more whatever they're going to do. They're going to do it because this is what God gave them the right to them to yeah. for them to do. And they use that against us. So, and now they're using yeah. Now they're using uh, traditional native perspectives against you to yeah. to drive to drive their agenda. It's great oh, having man. you guys on. It's great having you. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's great having both of you guys on here. And uh, no, you know, it wasn't. Just be honest, man. <laughs> no, it was. It was. It was very, very uh, interesting. I should say. You know, all all yeah, three of you guys were here at once, and uh, you know, listening to your stories and listening to everything like that was. It was. It was pretty great. I think that was pretty great. So uh, one request though. Can you not edit this and just play the whole thing for your for your real listeners and say this is who you guys really are and what you guys and how you interact with Navajos? <laughs> um, they got sponsors. It's gonna be heavy edited. Yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be very heavy edited where it's like PG thirteen kind of stuff. It's gonna be like beep beep. Yeah, there's gonna be a bunch of beeps things. in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, in that take case, you know, my shout out to the old. Oh, <laughs> Can, can we do shout outs for it? Can we get that in there? Yeah, least? go ahead. Do a shout yeah, out. Go ahead. Do a shout out. Uh, shout out to Old Ryby for keeping it real. Um, keep keep these cookies in lines in these other villages. Um, they're kind of persuading. Oh, I need running water. Oh, I need electricity. Oh, I need internet. Oh, I'm got there a podcast go. now. You, Thank you. So shout out to Old Ryby, man. Keeping it real down there. Don't don't, don't assimilate too much. 
Jason, who's that? <laughs> okay, Carl, take us out of here. All right. So if you guys have listened to this this far, uh, I congratulate you guys. Yes, it's a very, very long episode. And uh, thank you guys again. So if you guys want to donate something, go to anchor.fm slash CJ podcast 85 to donate uh, $1 or more. Uh, or it's a dollar ninety nine or four ninety nine to become a monthly sponsor. Or if you want to just donate something very very small, go to buymeacoffee.com slash CJ podcast to donate one dollar or more. What is going on? Yeah, what's, <laughs> like, what's happening here? What's happening We'd like here? to thank uh, our our visitors for joining us today, and so I guess we'll take it out. Uh, if you're not following us on our social medias, find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Carl and J Man. And follow YAF Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and social media, Facebook, Instagram. All right. Well, thank you again for listening to Carl and J-Man Save the World Podcast. My name is Carl, and this is my best friend, J-Man. So long, book class.